Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. Women all rating themselves a 10. Hmm, that's interesting. We're going to take a look at them. You'll have to share, guys, if you agree. Amazing, too. What are you? Oh, I'm a 10. The ease with which they say it. This is going to be a clip you don't want to miss. Moms talking about the body count of the women that their sons could potentially date. Do the moms care? Do they not care? Uh, Making relationship guys wait for the sex. The good guys got to wait for the sex, but the bad boys get it right away. That's a bad pattern. We've got all that. We've also got what happens if you lose your vagina? How do you hold on to your man? Well, that's an interesting question I didn't foresee myself answering this year, but here we are. Ever. Or ever, but I do have an answer, ironically, as I have an answer to everything. Welcome, everyone, to a new show, Dead or Die, Be Alive, the topic today's dating and relationships. We're digging into some of the craziest videos, the craziest, truly, the craziest videos that you're going to see in your lifetime. Maybe not in your lifetime, because we'll probably up this on the show again, but that's where we're going with this. And we're going to start with an interesting video, couple on TikTok. The girl says she's been dating for six years. All right. And the guy hasn't proposed. Let's listen. Let's take a listen. We're at a little Sonic date. This is Derek, everybody, the boyfriend that I've been dating for six years and he still hasn't proposed. Anyways, Derek, and if my mouth is red, I'm drinking a red slushie. Um, but Derek, why haven't you proposed to me yet? Just haven't gotten around to it yet. Okay, wait. I'm going to stop and go here, Tyler, because I'm going to be insufferable about it. But first of all, is she annoying everyone or is it just me? She's already someone I just could not. I mean, I just, the too bubbly. There's too much going on. The red slushy. It's too much. Guys in the chat, tell me. It's just too much. Overload already. Cute girl. I'm not going to lie. Too much going on there with the, look at the guy's expression. He looks like he's like, dear God, mother of all that is good and pure, someone come rescue me. Rescue me from this video. Okay, so right now you see the dynamic already. He hasn't gotten around to it. Is that fair? Could you be dating a guy six years and he hasn't gotten around to proposing? Hmm, think about that as we continue to play the video. All right, Tyler. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna annoy you with this all, all episode, by the way. Stop and go. Okay. Plans to, pr- to propose to me? Ooh. Yeah, one day, hopefully. Can we, can we be a little serious? Come on, you're not hangry anymore. You just ate. He's trying to quit chewing, so he's been a little on edge lately because <laughs> he's trying to give up tobacco and nicotine. So I'll give him a little break. <laughs> he looks so happy. be a surprise if you keep asking me about it every day? Oh. Stop asking about it and it will happen. Okay, let's stop. So at first I was like, six years, come on. My first thought was like, even a guy six years, he's not sure. He's not sure if it's you. He loves you. He likes you. You're cool, but he's got his eye on the field. He's like, mm, I like her, but let me just let me just sit tight for a second. But now I hear this. Now I hear about the hounding. And women do it. They hound the guy. When are you going to report? Don't do this. Don't do this. It makes the man not want to do it. They don't like to feel backed into a corner. They don't like it. It's uncomfortable. And also now you've become annoying. So you know how it is. Now they're asking. So you're like, well, I don't want to do it now. I don't want to do it now. Or you feel like you've got to make it a surprise, right? So now they're asking every day, asking every day, asking every day. And you're like, all right, I'm just going to wait till they stop asking. Only they never stop. Okay. So tell me in the chat, by the way, you got to hit that subscribe button. You got to hit that like button. I want to hear from you in the chat. If a guy waits six years and he still hasn't proposed, is he that into her? Let me know what you think, guys. All right, let's keep playing. It, okay, I, I'll try my best to stop asking about it. I'm just really Don't excited for best. it to happen. Just stop asking about it. <laughs> just do better, Natalie. Do better. <laughs> okay, but really quick. <laughs> tell everyone why you already feel married to me. <laughs> I feel this way, too. I feel this way, too. We share a bank account. We're on the same phone mm. plan. Mm. Have a house together. Own companies together. Multiple businesses. What more do you want from me? Okay, Wait, pause that. And- why? Why do you? Why are you doing all that stuff together before you're married? Hold on a second. Let me let's let's rehash. You got a, a joint bank. These they're not engaged. They're not even engaged. You got a joint bank account. You got the same phone plan. You have a house together. You own businesses together. Multiple businesses. 
So you're you're effectively already married. Why why does he why, what's his incentive to sign on the dotted line? Tell me. Why? Why? Now you're saying, "Oh, Jed, you're playing a game. You'd have to hold some of that back." Well, yes. Well, yes. You do. If you want to get married, then you have to say, "Well, I'm not going to lay it all out on the line 100%, do everything except the piece of paper." Because then guys are gonna say, well, if I sign that piece of paper, don't I kind of like put myself at risk? Like nothing's gonna change in the relationship really, except that if that person walks, they're gonna take all my money. Wait a second, is this advantageous to me? All of this stuff that she's describing is already married life. Okay, now some other people might say, another opinion out there might say, well, why does she care so much then? Why does she want the piece of paper? If she has all of this already, she effectively has a husband, she has someone who's committed, she has someone who's sharing all these responsibilities with her. Why the paper? I always think of that line from Up Close and Personal. You know that movie? I'm old. Robert Redford's in it, Michelle Pfeiffer's in it. You should watch it. It's fantastic. He's adorable in it. And there's a line where she says to him, he's been married before. He doesn't really want to get married again. He loves her. He's like, why, why, why do I need to get married? And she says to him, I want to marry you. And he says, Why? And she says, because I want to know that you're going to be here in the morning. And he says, well, I'm already here in the morning. And she says, yes, but I want to know that you're legally required to be here. And it's a fantastic exchange. So does she want that guarantee, you know? Because there is a sense that before you have a ring on your finger, before you're actually married, that someone can still step out of that situation with greater ease. That is 100% true. So essentially what I'm hearing from her is we have all this stuff, but I want, I want to guarantee that if somebody else walks by that catches your eye or you meet, it's not going to be so easy for you to exit the situation. Okay, let's keep playing. And for those of you who don't know me, I raced professionally in NASCAR and we met racing, like short track racing locally. And he quit racing to come help me find sponsorship so I can pursue my dream. Like, that's better than a ring. Plus, but I still want the ring. Plus, the dogs are in my name, so I know she ain't going nowhere. <laughs> All right, we're ending He's it there. He's got the dogs in his name. So he know that's his power. He's like, well, I got the dog. That's funny. That's a funny line. So the reason that he knows that she's not going anywhere is because, A, she's been there for six years and he hasn't proposed. She's into him. She She's all about this guy. Okay? If she wasn't all about him, she would have left four years ago, three years ago, and said if she really wanted to get married, that was her number one priority. She was like, I want to marry you. I want to get married. I want to get married. She would have been out of there. Okay, She's not because she's really into this guy. Um, so that's one reason that he knows. And also he knows she's not going to leave because she has signed on to all of these things with him already. All of these things, the bank account, the phone plan, the house together, the businesses together. So they're already intertwined. So what is my message on this? Okay. I have two messages. One, don't hound your man to propose. Ladies, do not hound your man to propose. Don't hound him. It's not going to make the situation better. It'll probably make it go on longer because then he's going to have that resistance and be like, well, why is she bothering me? And now he's got a negative feeling about it. This is something that guys have to come to on their own. And I will tell you this. If a guy is really into you and really wants you, he is unstoppable. He can't figure out what to do to like, you know, make sure that you are his girl. He's crazy about you. He's, I, my parents always tell me a story. I know they're listening. My parents always tell me about, my mom tells me, my dad tells me how into my mom my dad was. Like he couldn't make that happen faster. Like he was like, what do I need to do to seal this deal? You know, and I do believe that although there are a lot of concerns that have creeped up for men now in this day and age where I think they're a little bit more concerned about women cheating. I think they're a little bit more concerned about this trend where women, you know, hop off with cash. I think there are more concerns that guy have, guys have in this day and age. I still believe that if he's into you and he really wants to be there, he's going to make that happen. But if you hound him and hound him and hound him, it's a turnoff. It will turn him off. Even if he is deciding he's got that ring, he already bought it. He's ready to give it to you. You start hounding, he's going to hold. Well, wait a minute. Let me wait a second. You're just, you're prolonging the situation. It's not a good look. Also, I'm curious, guys in the chat, this bubbly thing some girls do. Ah, 
Is this attractive? Do you like this? I'm just asking. I'm just asking if this is appealing because honestly, I watched that video and I was like, oh man, I could not sign up for that. If I was that guy, I'd be like, she's cute, but like, I didn't know how to put a on that. I really didn't. So tell me. Okay. So that's video number one. Now we're going to get into a hot topic. That was your, that was like your tease into the show. So you often hear women rate themselves, right? You'll see these videos where it's like, oh, what would you be? One to 10. So this is a fantastic video. It's a room full of girls. I think it's the show. It's called Whatever. Pretty sure that's what the podcast is called. It's a cool show. And he goes around the room and he asks them to rate themselves. Let's take a listen to what they said. Hmm. Ladies to rate themselves oh, on the can, scale of one to we ten. We do this at the same time. Rate your physical appearance. Period. Ten. I guess a ten. I don't. I already said this. I'm a ten. Yeah, I'm a ten. 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 Ten all around. So, okay, let's pause. They're all a 10. First of all, I, I don't know if I've ever directly been asked this question. Rate yourself. Odd question. But I would never at any stage of my life, be it now or the very hottest peak on the very hottest day that I've ever had, I would never, even if I was like, oh, I look, you know, yeah, sometimes you look good. You look in the mirror. You're like, yeah, it's a good day for me. I would never call myself a 10. A 10 is like... There's no up from 10, right? It's the top of the heap. I don't even believe anyone's a 10, right? Because that implies perfection. And we all have to, I mean, a little bit of humility in the game is attractive. So are these women, I asked the guys in the chat, are they delusional? You have to, you know, absorb. They're talking about looks right now, by the way. And they'll get to that. They'll explain that. They're not talking about, well, I, you know, donate to charity and I'm, you know, I'm a great cook and I, you know keep a beautiful home. They're talking about looks. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the ego? I'm a 10. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Let's keep listening. Oh, me? Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, probably a 10. Okay. <laughs> he don't know what to well, say. Everyone's a 10. Everyone's like a 10. <laughs> I mean, Steven Stifler. I don't like him. I want to be 10 though? Really? I want to be honest. You don't like, think we're 10? I little, asked you this yesterday and you didn't a, answer. It's a little bit, don't you think it's a bit hubris, you know, a little bit of hubris? Can I you don't be think honest? We're 10? What do you think you are? Like I, I'm like a 6. That's a, Dude, you but are you funny? Do you get those extra like points if you're funny? 6.9 maybe on a good day? <laughs> I don't know. Personally, I need like, to lose a bit of I weight, think I'm like so. a 7. A strong oh, 7. Oh, there we go. Thank you for the... They, uh, I do say 10 when I look in the right mirror, but <laughs> right mirror. No, I don't think... Girl. Okay, I think... Yes. Okay. Confident-wise, I will say 10, but like 7 is, I feel like, is a good number because... Damn, Mike David. I don't know. See, I agree. There's like days where I'm just like, shit, like I look like a mess, like I'm not feeling my best. Yeah. But like there's days where I'm like in the gym and I'm just like, okay, like I look really good. And I know like, I'm not a perfect 10. Right. But like I also like I'm working on myself to like be the most confident and like feel the best that I can. And like, you know, when I feel the best I can, like, yeah, like I'm a 10. Like I'm. And it's like, what's what's the standard of 10? So it's yeah. like, what are we comparing ourselves to if there's a standard? Yeah, honey, honey, the standard 10 is the top. 10 is the top, honey. 10 is the very, very top. That's all you need to know. You, 10 is the top and you decided you belong there. Interesting. I'm curious to see if the guys in the chat have an opinion about the girls there calling themselves a 10. I'm going to be honest. I didn't see a 10. Looks wise. I wouldn't call myself a 10. I don't see a 10. As I said, I can't think of anybody that I have met in person. Of course, you're going to look at photoshopped images and covers of magazines and all that. You can find a lot of 10s. You can find a lot of 10s on Instagram that have been filtered in person. A 10 is like saying there's no better you can do. I, I just, I can't imagine having that kind of head. This is interesting conversation to me, though. So confidence is one thing, ladies. Confidence is one thing. It's important to be confident. Absolutely. I do think a confident woman is a sexy woman. I do think that's appealing. Nobody wants to deal with an insecure person. Then they're insecure about their bodies. They're insecure in the bedroom. They're worried about what you're doing all the time, who you're talking to because they're so insecure. I get it. Confidence is attractive. But there is a difference between confident and delusional. You cannot be delusional. It does you no favors if you are a seven 
to consider yourself a 10. Why, you ask? Because then you are like, I'm a 10, I'm a 10. And you're looking for that 10 guy. You're not settling for anything but that 10 guy. And what does that 10 guy have to have, according to women? We all know he's got to make six figures. He's got to be all buff, in shape. He's got to be good looking. He's got to be well dressed. He's got to have a nice car. We went through the videos where we showed you what a 10 means to women. Okay? Yeah, and of course, yes, he has to be respectful and gentlemanly. Six figures, all that stuff, right? So you're thinking, well, I'm a 10, so I'm going to get a 10. And when that 10 doesn't pay you attention because you're actually not a 10, then what happens? You're alone. You're all alone. So it doesn't serve anyone to set these enormous expectations and be delusional with themselves, right? And we're just talking here in this one, we're really more talking about looks. And he goes on to explain a little bit more about that. But I just, you have to be able to separate, like I said, confidence and delusion. Also, I don't find it attractive, and I'd be curious. Tyler, I'm going to ask you a question in a second. I'll put you on in the hot seat. Tyler, in the hot seat. I don't think it's attractive. Now, I'm a female, so I'm not attracted to women, so take it for what it is. But I don't find it attractive when you ask a woman what are in there. You're like, I'm a 10. That does not, that to me is like, really, honey? You got nowhere to go, but where? Because you're all the way at the top. That's not appealing to me. Does that appeal to you when women do that? No, I I think he's right. When it's exceptionally hubristic. Um, no, I mean it's it's humility is a beautiful thing, right? Like it's yeah. it's great to have humility, and it really does seem like we've gone from one end of the spectrum to the other. Like 50s, 60s, 70s, women worked so hard to keep themselves up, to keep their hair done, to keep the house clean, to keep the food on the table, all this to keep their man, right? Now it's like, fuck you, I don't need you. I'll do whatever I want. I don't need to right. cook. You can cook for me. You can pay for all my stuff. I don't need to do anything. And it, it really does seem like we have gone from one end of the extreme to the other. But no, I mean, it's these are overly cocky women. And somebody in the chat said, if you add them all together, you might get a nine. And I think that's pretty accurate. Like, right. I don't... I think a single one of these women is a 10. And you continue to play that video. Actually, I'm so glad that somebody said that. Play the end of that video. You need to hear because somebody does come up in the chat. It's fantastic. Let's just play it. Definitely. To each their own. If y'all are 10, you deserve a guy who's a 10, right? So who's a 10 guy that you, you, I mean, you would deserve? Brad Pitt when he was like 22? I don't know. I, I don't like. I don't know. Like looks matter. No. Yeah. I mean, looks looks matter. Looks matter. <laughs> but like for me personally, like I don't know if they're funny and they have a good personality and they have like the aspects that I want personality-wise, like kind, good person. Okay, then you know, say you're not like a ten, like good looks. Okay, like I don't care. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Like if you can treat me well and you're a good person. Mike Davis, five dollar. <laughs> Mike Davis, How thank you for the What are they then? Thanks, Mike Davis, thank you for the five dollars super chat. All these girls oh, definitely are great. a ten combined. Oh, okay. <laughs> he said I that part. He said they're Not all a ten <laughs> combined. If you added all of it up, okay, that's mean, and I don't think that's accurate. I don't think that's accurate. Let's be nice for a second. Let's be let's be accurate, right? I'm not saying these girls aren't. Some of these girls aren't attractive. I'm not saying they they're not appealing to look at. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not trying to dig at women. I'm not like that. I'm just trying to say be realistic. And it's not appealing to have this inflated sense of ego. It just comes off wrong. I would rather talk to someone who's a nine. And when you ask them, has a little bit of humility, says, well, you know what? I think I'm probably an eight. They become even more. Maybe that maybe that sends her shooting up to a 10 just for having some sense of like, I'm not perfect. And there's always room for improvement. Right? Okay. To follow up on this, let's go to the next one. Everyone is a 10. 148.50, Tyler. This is, just wait. All 10s, I think all females should be all 10s. Even all, the ones wi- that- all women are all 10s. <laughs> yeah. All women, Yeah. I think, I think in your, you should always see yourself as a 10. So you're saying you should, we should always carry the confidence. Yeah, the confidence as a girl so, who thinks she's a so 10. So just everyone should be a 10, even men? All men are 10s, all think, women are 10s? Yeah, 10s. I think everyone should believe themselves to be a 10. I so think everyone, every guy should even be like, I'm that dude. Like, wait, so I then, got it like that. So then everyone's just, every single human on <laughs> earth is equivalent attractiveness? No, I. Now you you're talking literal. If you're gonna ask me, if you're gonna ask someone, that's what. That's the question. No, I bet. I, 
I don't okay, think... Okay, literally, what do you rate yourself on the scale of one to ten? I literally feel like... Literally? <laughs> Give me your figuratively one to ten, and then your literally one to ten. No, I'm going to say ten. I refuse... Figuratively or literally? Both okay, so bottom line, she's lying, right? She got trapped. She got trapped. She was like, oh, no, you're being literal. And then he's like, okay, well, that's the question. So can you be literal for a second? She's like, no, 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 I don't want to. Why? Why doesn't she want to? Why doesn't she want to? Because she's wrapped up in the, I must say I'm a 10. Because girl power, yeah, all women are 10s. We're all amazing. Yeah, girl power 2022. Yeah. She's got her pom-poms. She's got her feminist pom-poms out. She's ready. She's ready for the big game. I can't. This is ridiculous. Not all women are 10. We have to be objective about this. Not all women are 10s. Not all men are 10s. If everyone was a 10, how would you, you, you wouldn't be able to distinguish between anybody. You're telling me everybody's a 10 physically? No. You're telling me everybody's a 10 whole package wise? No. 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 And I would be interested to stick her in a bar or a lounge or, or wherever and have an actual 10. I'll say 9.9 because I don't like 10, ridiculous. Let's say the nine comes up to her and a one, objectively, comes up to her. And let's see, is she gonna be like, they're all tens, everyone's, no, no, she's not. Because that person who's a nine probably has a better package deal to offer her. This is just the reality. Why do we have to live in some stupid world now where we're all like trying to make everybody feel good? Let's just be honest. If you're gonna have the conversation, Let's just be honest. And I know like not everybody's going to be happy to say, well, I think I'm a six. But guys, take it easier. You notice that guy? He's like, I'm like a 6.9 on a good day. Like he doesn't care. He's like, this is me. I'm cool. Guys have such an easier time just being cool about that stuff. Women, it's like so offensive if like someone else is more attractive than them or what? Like why? Why is that? I think it's just women are more emotional. I mean, I think guys, it just rolls off easier for guys. Like, I don't, I don't really care what you think. Mm. Women, they take it personally. They get emotional about it. It also might be that men prioritize female looks to such a high extent, right? That if they feel like their looks aren't here, they're like, they're so trapped in that that they're not thinking about the other stuff that men like. And we're going to get to that. There's a great question in here about what would happen if you lost your vagina. How would you keep your man? Silly. It's asked by a comedian, but it's true. But I think it's also a reflection that women just look at them. They're like, okay, guys care about looks. They do. They care about looks. Yes, 100%. But they also care about other things. Are you loyal? Are you kind? Are you easy and fun to be around? Do you want to be a mom? Are you a good family person? Do you care about your home? Do you take pride in your home? Are you respectful? Are you someone that they can count on for love and support? These are all important things. Don't think men ignore those things because they don't. So when you're getting all defensive about looks, it's because you have decided that looks is your, that's it. That's what the guys are coming for. That's it. You've just ignored all this other stuff that you just don't want to take seriously or you don't care about. Okay. We got to stop being so emotional. I mean, women, come on. Not everyone is a 10. It's ridiculous. Not everyone is a 10. And to tell yourself, I'm a 10, I'm a 10, I'm a 10, I'm a 10, if you're not physically or as a whole package, is diluted and only hurting you. It's not helpful. A couple of super chats real quick. There you go. Uh, five bucks from AZ said, Jed, I like the way you balance your emotion and logic. You're definitely a top G woman. Uh, if yeah. you're not a 10, what are you? <laughs> I'm definitely not a 10. I mean, I could tell you straight up. I mean, 10 is ridiculous. 10 is like to me someone who, listen, I could get, I could get a better haircut. <laughs> I could, honestly, I could. I could better this appearance in some, of course, I could get a spray tan. I would look, you know, my abs would look better if I got a spray. I, I, you know, I'm not doing everything. Because those, some of those things are just things that I don't want to do. Or, you know, maybe the hair's got to grow out a little bit. It is what it is. Get a bad haircut, it happens. <laughs> but, so I just think it's ridiculous, you know. I do appreciate the comment about, you know. I have an emotional side, don't get me wrong. I am female, still, <laughs> but I own it, I own it. Another one here, uh, hello from Canada. A 10 for society is not a 10 for me. Oh, yeah, interesting. Wait, so maybe, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. 100%, 100%, I agree with that comment. I think sometimes societal standards don't line up with what 
an individual may value, cool, 100%. I still think it's a problem where if you go around a table with a bunch of women and you ask them to rate themselves, they all with ease are like, I'm a 10, I'm a 10, I deserve a 10. I, I think that's just not a good look, you know? And I also think it's probably delusional in many cases. All right, so I'm a mom, as you know. I've got my little boy who I love to pieces. It's going to be three soon, by the way. How they grow so quickly. It was just yesterday that I was pushing him out. Anyway, um, so here we have a clip of moms. Interesting. Moms discussing whether their sons should care about body count of the girls they're with. And would the moms care? So in other words, you have a son. Say you got an 18-year-old son. He's dating a girl. And that girl has either a body count of one meaning she's been with one guy, or a body count of, wait for it, 50. 50 in her 20s. 50. Girlfriend, were you doing anything else but have sex? 50 in your 20s. Okay. Let's listen to what the moms say. We have two clips. Okay, so Michelle, let me let me just, just pretend you have a son, just in dream world here. All things being equal, let's just say there are two, there are two girls, same age, same experience, or not same experience, same age, you know, same personality, one has a 50 body count and the other one is, I don't know, has had one, uh, she's got a body count of one. Which would you advise your son to pursue a long term? I think it also depends on my son, on the man and what he, like if, if this is a man that is on his mission and he wants somebody that's at home and that's only tending home, is this a man that wants to build a dream and he wants a partner that's gonna be out there in the world with him? So I'm sorry, I plead the fifth on this one because who's this guy and what does he want to do with his life and who's the partner that is going to help him do that i think that's the most okay what what what, what that Can was you? like pretty close to like a kamala word salad that just happened right there is that a kamala harris fan i don't know it was like what the hell was even going on in that answer come on ridiculous there's so much wrong with what she said first of all you're lying if you're a mom you are lying and you say that you wouldn't be more in favor of your son your amazing son that you love with all your heart dating someone who had a body count of one and versus 50. Come on, stop lying to people. Secondly, she seems to equate the person with a body count of one as, oh, someone who would stay at home and tend to the home and be kind of simple. And the person with the high body count is someone who is competitive and out in the world with him. Honey, you could be out in the world and just simultaneously not out in everybody's bedroom. So that correlation, weird. Very, very weird. She sounds like a wannabe empowered feminist to me. Just saying. I want to know where he found these women. Like, who are these people that he just I know. Out? I know. And, and can we have them on is the better question. <laughs> How do we reach you to come on, these moms? We should do a mom panel amazing we should do some panels gets tricky but okay so the dumb hurts i think she's trying to be pc politically correct for those who don't know the terms she's trying to be politically correct and trying to say oh you know it's up to him yeah bullshit no come on this is not your honest opinion i don't buy it then we're gonna hear from another mom on that panel let's play that one tyler hey you know if my son's 20 something i don't 50 is a lot of people. Now, for instance, if it was true and it was the lady that I knew, a young girl that had 50 partners, I probably would say, no, I, I know that sounds sexist and ignorant and for, as a female, but I probably wait, wait, would say- Wait, wait, we gotta pause that. You know, Hold up, why? Do you see how programmed everybody is? Do you see, this is, a, this is not a, like a super young, I mean, she's saying she's got an 18 year old, 19 year old. She's not super young unless she had a, way young my assumption is you know i don't know she's got to be in her 40s right she's saying that it's sexist sexist to say that it's not desirable that she wouldn't want her son to be with somebody who'd you know been with somebody her son to be with somebody who had 50 partners that's not sexist study that's not sexist that's just real i'm telling you straight up you got 50 partners and you're in your 20s as a female that's nasty I don't care who I just insulted. That is nasty. That's nasty. Why is it nasty, you ask? Well, it shows that you don't take sex seriously. You can't have had 50 people that you were in love with. Come on. You can't have had 50 serious relationships at that point. When did you start? Eight? So that tells me that you're fickle with your body. 
very fickle with your body. That tells me that a lot of that um, uh, sex is, is without emotion. That tells me that you're not being terribly particular. 50 is extremely high number. So that's not attractive. It's not sexist to say that that is less desirable than someone who has body count of one. Someone who had one partner that she was in love with and chose to share her body with and a lot of thought went into that decision and it was you know, serious and there were emotions involved. Are we seriously at a point in our culture where we can't say that one of those women is more desirable than the other and it's very clearly the one who was more selective, okay? All right, so let's continue with her just to see if she said, I don't remember what the mom says after that. It's sexist. I don't no, think it's sexist I, at all. I mean, it just depends because I like I feel like that's a lot for 20 something years old. That's my uh -huh. opinion, but you yeah. know. So, and also let, let me be clear about this. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that because you've had more sex partners, you're like a bad person. I'm not saying, for all I know, you lived one life you got real deep in that life, it was bad. You had some issues going on and now you've cleared all that up and you're a reformed woman. I'm not saying that can't happen either. I'm being straight with you. I'm not saying that can't happen. People can change their lives. They can change the direction of their lives. They can do all of that, right? Life sometimes is like this, but you still have to acknowledge the reality that your past could be problematic and will be problematic for many guys if they're being honest with you and if you're being honest with them. And moms are not gonna be excited about that. That's not to say that they can't meet you with your 50 body count and grow to like you. And that's not to say that they won't embrace you into that family if, that, if you're someone that their son loves. And I believe that you should be that kind of parent. That you know your son brings someone home and he really loves them and they're clearly having a healthy dynamic and a health and they're both happy. You welcome them with open arms into the family. That's what I would do for my child any day of the week. However, if you're asking her an honest question about what she'd prefer, let's be honest. Just can't be honest anymore. It's unbelievable. All right. So now we're going to get into promiscuous women. Women who sleep around, say they sleep around, aren't afraid to say they sleep around. And you're going to hear from them in their own words. So let's go to that first clip, Tyler. For right now, at least, while I'm in my early 20s, taking part in hookup culture and doing whatever I want to do rather than just being tied down right now. And like, I understand that that's not what everyone wants, but like, I think that it's just more normalized for men to be in hookup culture than it is for women. And I'm not saying that it's a good thing for women to be in hookup culture, not saying that it's a good thing for men either, but I just think that it's way more looked down upon for women than it is for men. There's a reason for that. What do you think? Please tell us, is? Brian, I'd love to hear more. <laughs> well, so, by the way, and you, so you mentioned a couple of things there. First off, as a woman, you should be, if you want to sleep with a bunch of dudes, you're more than welcome to do it. You're free to do it. But what you're going to run into is guys are going to look at that. If we know that you had a promiscuous past, we're probably not going to take you seriously. Most yep, 100%. It's 100% true. That came so quickly. I was like not ready for it. So here's the bottom line. Um, she's talking about how there's a separate set of societal standards for men and women. That may be true. It is true. It is true. Let's acknowledge it. So a guy who has a promiscuous past and a woman who has a promiscuous past are not treated the same. They're not. Women are, it's looked down on in women and it's not looked down on necessarily in men. Now, why is that the case though? Why is that the case? It's the case because women don't care about that in men. They, we don't care. We don't care about, we meet a guy, they're great, they check a whole bunch of boxes for us, and they happen to have been with 20 girls. That's not a deal breaker. For, we don't care. It's not a deal breaker. It's not going to make us not want to be, it just is. I can't explain to you why that is. I can't. I really can't. For me, I can tell you that I... It just doesn't, I don't care at all. I really don't. I would prefer, truthfully, if I'm being honest, a guy who didn't have a bunch of one night stands and maybe, you know, had different partners that actually had some value. You were dating someone for real. You weren't somebody, you know, I, I don't need somebody calling up a hooker. That's weird for me. So, but I don't care about the number. 
Women don't care about the number when it comes to men, but guys do care about the number when it comes to women. So that's why it's different. It's not because society comes down and says, this is an anti-woman policy and there has to be a separate set of rules and we're only going to care about promiscuity when it comes to women and not men. No, ladies, it's because you don't care when it comes to your guys and guys do care when it comes to you. So there's a discrepancy because there just is. There just is. And why do you think guys feel that way? There's many reasons. Guys don't like to think about women haven't been with anybody before them at all. Like no one at all. They prefer to just be like, the vagina was closed before they got there and then it opened and now it's in process. Like they just can't, they can't, they don't want to visualize it. It's very uncomfortable for them to do that. So the more partners you've had, the more you start to seem like an open 24 hours, seven, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 7-Eleven. They're not into it. It just is. Also, if they're looking at you seriously, they're looking saying, this could be the mother of my child, going to be pregnant. Like you just, it just, it's a clash. Like promiscuity and that family, it's just a clash in their head. They don't like it. So it's different because it is. And part of the reason it's different is because ladies, you don't care when it comes to guys. So you're helping to make it different, right? I'm not telling you to change. That's how you feel. That's how I feel. It just is, which is why we always go back to men and women are different. Things are different. And you know, I'm somebody, I don't encourage promiscuity in anyone. I don't like one night stands in anyone. I don't think it helps anybody. I really don't. But if you're looking at a guy with a body count of 10 and a woman with a body count of 10, you will digest that differently. You will. I also think there's something so beautiful about a woman who, who is selective, it's like she has some sort of glow about her. There's something about that. There's a gentleness to it. There's a care that's taken with her own body. There's just something really appealing about it. Guys, you just don't feel the same way. So stop, you know, thinking, oh, it was a separate set of societal rules. No, it's just different because it's different because men and women are different. End of story. So tired of going over this one, but it seems like they keep getting it wrong. Okay, this is one of my favorite clips. Are you ready? Let's go to 148.45, that one, Tyler. It's fantastic. Let's play. Kind of mentally have a box, like guys that I would want to hook up with or guys that would make it past that point. And if it's Ooh. a guy... Wait, real quick question on that. So you, you have two boxes, right? You have yeah. just hookup box and relationship box. Mm-hmm. Do you make the relationship box guys, you make them wait? Yeah. They're and the then ones the hookup guys... Right away. And that's the crazy part is, is like those guys usually like if they're in the hookup box, it's because I don't see them in a way like they're not good enough to be relationship wise. So like maybe I'll let them hit it. Hit. Yeah. But it's like the same for me. Like I am also a fuck boy. OK, <laughs> hold up. This is nasty. This this is I'm sorry. Women talking like this. It's nasty. It's nasty. It's disgusting. If you don't see a guy, I can't. What happened to women in the last 15 years? And I'm going to tell you straight. Let me tell you. When I started doing this show, I was talking about politics. And I was bringing in some dating and relationships. And I was talking to people. And they were painting an image of women. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was never this way. I got very personal about it. Because I was like, "Are you, t- you think you're talking about me? You think I did that? I didn't do that shit. And the people I knew, my best friend as a female, she didn't do that shit. People in my school didn't, that I knew and was, we didn't behave that way. I got very defensive about it just because I was like, don't, I didn't want women to be painted badly when I was like, there's so many women out there like me. And now I'm like, but is there? But is there? Because this kind of talk, if you are a female and you're calling yourself a fuck boy, that's nasty. That is disgusting. Okay, you need to have some self-respect, honey. You need to have some self-respect. You need to start acting like a lady. End of story. I mean, if you're not in a relationship that you care about, why are you having sex? Why are you having sex with people that you know wouldn't check a relationship box off the bat? You're comfortable now, ladies, in 2022, I say ladies, you're comfortable saying, well, I don't really like him and... I know that he's not going to be a relationship, but I'll let him hit it. Do you have any self-respect at all? Do you realize how women with self-respect are looking at you and being like, mm-mm, disgusting? 
That is disgusting. I don't know how to tell you, but you may think you're doing something right. You're fulfilling some modern feminist dream. You may think that you're, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm setting things straight because oh, men behave this way and I need to, to set a level playing field. I'm telling you straight up, you sound nasty. You sound real nasty and the good guys of this world are gonna listen to that and they're gonna keep walking. They are not gonna have a minute of this. Guys who just wanna hit it, they may hit it, honey. They may hit it and you know what? They're not gonna call you the next day. They're not gonna call you because you have already laid out the type of person you are and they're not gonna want somebody that just you know lets a guy hit it even though they don't like them. That's not gonna interest the good guys of the world. This is disgusting. I gotta tell you, I wanted to wash some mouths out with soap when I heard this. I couldn't believe it, Tyler. I could not, it was like a coming of age moment for me where I, and I was, let me tell you everybody, I was dating, I met my husband late. I met him late. So I was 30, I was early 30s dating in New York City. I didn't date a lot because that wasn't, I didn't really see a lot of people that I was into. I wasn't sleeping around, wasn't doing any of that, but I was going on dates, I was meeting people. I cannot believe these women with their mouths nasty. And I curse, right? I'll be like, oh, fuck, you know, statism. Or I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about degrading yourself at this le- Disgusting. You're a fuck boy? Hmm, honey, I don't know, man. Where is your mama is what I'm going to say. All right. This gets better. More women behaving badly. We should put a clip out today. Women behaving badly. Highlight reel. Let's talk about bangable versus dateable. That's what the ladies want to talk to you about. Guys that are bangable versus guys that are dateable. Let's play it. Why is it not going? I don't know. Oh, it's loading. Oh, it's loading. We have to wait. So basically, let me highlight for you what goes on here. You tell me if it loads, Tyler. Basically what happens is this woman gets on the screen and she's talking about guys that you just want to hit it with versus guys that you actually want to date. That you, and she puts them into two boxes. She actually says that guys with tattoos, by the way, are considered bangable, but not dateable for some reason. She has looped all those guys in, which I thought was kind of weird. I know a lot of guys with tattoos. A lot of guys have tattoos. Guys who have been in the military often have tattoos. A lot of guys have tattoos. I know a lot of guys with tattoos that would be like, hmm, you just size me up like that, by the way, physically, odd. But she presents it to the women. She presents it to the women and she's like bangable, dateable. And he goes around that same table with those girls and you gotta hear their mouths. You got it? Let's see. I love a technical, a technical difficult. Here we go, she's talking, there she is. Bangable or dateable? Bangable, dateable. You think there's ever like intersection? between bangable and dateable? Yes. What type of guy would you say are bangable but not dateable? I feel like the guys with tattoos are bangable but not dateable. From what I've experienced, because a girl loves guys with tattoos, I I really wanted to make them dateable. I tried to date all of them. Took me out, they treated me right. It's good When it came down to like committing, they had every reason not to do it. Okay, your guys' reaction. Let's hear the reaction. That clip. I mean, I think I agree. Some guys are bangable but not dateable in the sense that, yeah, let's just get this over with, let's fuck. But at the same time, like, I don't want to be with you for, like, a long period of time. Okay. Yeah. Um, Some some guys that are bangable or not dateable, they're just noncommittal. Nothing wrong with that. Well, they're non-committal. <laughs> yeah, if you're on the same page, I mean, then it is what it is. But I think what she's saying is there are guys that are bangable, but the girl doesn't want them for long term. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And maybe they're preemptively getting the impression that this guy's not going to commit to me. Mm-hmm. But it's more so... I, Okay, whatever. Go on. Move. Go ahead. No, yeah, I agree. Um, I think some men end up being toxic. So why would you date them? Just hook up with them. So, okay. I, I, I just, I mean, I cannot even. I'm telling you, if this is the sample, guys, I'm talking to you. 
if this is the sample of women that's out there and this is representative of what you're dealing with, I don't know. If I were you, I'd be really like, could I go gay? I mean, what do, honestly, honestly, I would not be able to stomach that table on a large scale at all. At all. I don't, I don't know how you're doing it. I really, I can't even stomach it here. I can't even stomach it here from afar and I don't have to date them. Holy mother of all that is good and pure. Okay. So again, I ask you, ladies, and I use that term loosely, if they're not dateable, why are you having sex with them? Why are you having sex with them? That's disgusting. Why are you doing that with your body? What the hell happened to women? Holy, I can't even. And I love this. I love this. She's saying, oh, yeah, they're, you know, if they're toxic, if they're toxic, I'm not going to date them. So if they're toxic, toxic, you'll screw them. You'll have sex with them. But you're not going to date. You're toxic, honey. You're toxic. That's toxic. That's nasty. Can you imagine sizing somebody up and being like, oh, they're toxic. They're no good. Mm-mm. I'm not a, mm, not a good person. Let's just hit it and run. This is what I'm talking about, about women now, like trying so hard to copy what was once thought of as like bad male behavior. I, I'm like thinking back to my high school. I can think of maybe two girls that were like this and they were ostracized by men. I'm not saying that certain guys wouldn't sleep with them, but no one took them seriously talking like this. Now this is the, the dating pool? You go out and you gotta hear somebody be like, oh yeah, let's just fucking get it over with. No wonder there's erectile dysfunction. I'm not lying. That's not sexy. That is not sex. That's nasty. I'm not saying that guys won't be able to hit it and walk. But even they are thinking, mm, who's she going to wind up with talking like that? I wouldn't bring her home to mom. Hell no. And you say, well, then why do the guys do it? Why do they sleep? Well, some guys just, you know, it's true. They view sex. It's like they're putting, tying their shoes in the morning. They'll hit it and walk. But they're not going to take that person seriously. Disgust. I am so, like, it's vile to me that women talk like this. Disgusting. I know I'm an antique, Tyler, but this is really, come on. You think these girls have dads? All I can, you ever watch Shameless? No. So there's this, there's this moment in Shameless where this dad finds, finds out that his daughter's kind of like these girls, like kind of a skank and is sleeping around and sleeps with one of his the, the dad's friends so he drives out to the middle of a lake ties a cinder block it's a frozen lake ties a cinder block around his foot and he drowns himself wow and that's like i mean it's obviously shameless like it's it's tv but like imagine if these girls fathers heard this i, I can't even begin to imagine what i would think if like this was aurora see i'm, the, I'm wondering though like you're right the dad's where are the moms too though? And I'm wondering, is this because these girls were raised by woke moms now? So the moms are on the, the train of, oh, I can't, you know, tell she, that would be sexist of me to tell her this is bad behavior. There's gotta be something wrong that's going up the chain. Of course, we can say in school, you know, in magazines, all this hyper promiscuity is enforced, it's praised, it's celebrated. But I cannot believe what's coming out of these women's mouths. And I'm curious, guys in the chat, I'm curious, if you are currently dating, is this representative of what you're encountering out there? Is this representative, this potty mouth, slutty, no self-respect, is this representative of the female dating market? Because if it is, I'm telling you straight up, get out of the cities, go to the towns. I don't even know anymore. I have to get some footage from, from towns across America now. I, I can't. But you need, you need to find people that, that don't talk this way. And I'm telling you straight up, girls that are like this, they're going to be more likely to stray. They are. I don't care if you don't like what I said. You are going to be more likely to stray because you view sex like it's nothing. Do you realize this? In this conversation, by the way, that I had with Janelle the other day, Janelle Gordon, she said something that I've been saying for years. We didn't agree on everything. But she talked about how sex for women is different and why it's so intimate, because a man is entering her body. I said that for years. It's very external for guys. It is extremely personal for women. It should be, anyway. These women who allow these strange men that they don't even like, 
that they've already decided they're not going to date, that they label as toxic, toxic to enter their body, disgusting. I'm telling you straight up, you're disgusting. All right. Uh, real quick, super chat. SME talks. Uh, I think I think, I think this is very poignant. Uh, Hi, Jedi. Thanks for your content. Since you started hosting creators from the manosphere, what ideas have you changed about men women relationship dynamics? Well, I think what I just referenced about kind of getting more in touch with what the dating market looks like now in this moment. You know, I'm going to be married five years in February and dated Jeremy for a few years before that. So getting in touch with just, you know, what women are doing and saying now, I think has been very eye-opening for me. So I've definitely learned that. Like, hey, the way it was when you were doing whatever is not what's going on now. Um, and I think I've just, you know, I, I enter every conversation with the willingness to listen and to hear what's going on. I think, you know, the Andrew Tate short form content versus long form content and the big discrepancy there taught me a lot about the medium and just what it means to exist in a space where people have no attention span and it's very easy to misconstrue and to falsely label and then that balloons and suddenly that becomes who you are. But I think the biggest the biggest powwow has been just seeing the behave the badly behaved women and how it's not it's not an, an outlier behavior. This is prevalent among men. Um, and also just really understanding some of their opinions regarding, you know, man as head of household and what that means to them and how some of these trigger words are problematic if you look at them in light of modern feminism. But if you really think about what's going on, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, well, that makes sense. And I'm not saying I agree with everything again, but with that with anyone for that matter but it's been very a very very positive journey for me to hear what people have to say and really think about you know how I'm responding and just being more aware of the fact that I am emotional I'm female I am emotional right and trying to just balance that with the logical side that I have that luckily is very strong it comes from politics so I've got a lot of that fact versus fiction logic strong in me so just inviting that to the table, even even for these discussions when even when I am a bit defensive, because I it's so hard to hear women spoken about like this, like what we're doing, because I am a woman and I don't ascribe to any of that. And I truly believe a lot of these disgusting women have tarnished the gender. So I'm always in this like, well, how do I separate those of us who are like me, who do exist but also acknowledge the reality that this pool of disgusting is growing and is everywhere and is being countered by men everywhere. So that's something that I think I'm doing better day to day. <laughs> One more here. Yeah. Uh, 10 bucks from Juan. Sterling, Coop, uh, Sterling Cooper said a lot of women who get in porn are from religious backgrounds. Many are Mormon. They get into it as a way to be rebellious towards their religious fathers and or church. Yeah, I hear that oftentimes about people who are really, I think it's kind of, I think that comes from people who didn't, weren't able to discover religion themselves, but it was forced on them. Anytime you have a forced structure on you that feels oppressive, I think it invites rebellion. So in the same way that like mandates invite rebellion, and if you have a household where you're told to believe X, Y, and Z, and that's the way of the house, and you're not allowed to ask questions or question faith or anything like that, and you disagree, but you don't have a voice at the table, that will always invite rebellion. So I think it's no different for people who grow up in a house that's super religious, where they don't, they feel like they don't align, they don't have a voice, it feels oppressive, and the way that they act out is to do the opposite of that. I do think that could be carried over to a number of conversations, though, that don't just involve religion. And it is a reality. And you have to kind of have self-awareness in those moments to be like, I don't need to go behave badly to negate this. I just need to have my own voice, um, which isn't always easy to do, especially if it's part of your upbringing to, you know, feel that sense of my way or the highway. I want to do one more topic today, and I'm going to save Tyler the last one. Fresh and Fit has a fantastic... Uh, Oh, man. Let's do this one first. What happens if you lose your vagina, ladies? It's a clip. <laughs> um, it's a comedian. I forget his name. Uh, do you Therese have his name? O'Neal. 
I think, oh, yes, 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 yes. Trace O'Neill, rest in peace. Um, let's play that from start to 250. I'm going to play the whole, just listen. It's funny, but really think about it while you're listening. Here's a question. Here's a question. Here's a serious question. Okay, ladies, if you didn't have a vagina, like say it was a terrible train accident, right? And the doctor was like, we have to remove your pussy right away or you're going to die. How would you keep your man past, you get a two-month guilty, I can't leave the bitch right away because you just lost a pussy in the train accident. <laughs> <laughs> can't just walk right out on him. How would you keep your man past that if you didn't have a vagina? Pause it, Chris. Okay, uh... Do you want to answer his question? <laughs> Lost. Okay. Did, did you just zone out? Yeah, I did. I don't know what. How would how would I keep a man if I didn't have? Okay, if you out? if you lost your, yeah. you know. Yeah. How would you keep your man? <laughs> this is actually a brilliant question. I would. Um, Hold on. Let's let's. Um, sorry, we got a bus or some shit going by. <laughs> let's start with Alex. Okay. If I lost my vagina? Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would just like, I mean, I guess like the only, I, I would make up for that in like oral or something, but then just do everything else the same, but we yeah. just can't have sex and I would just do it, I would please him in other ways. Jane? Oh, I would just end it. End it all. You'd end your life if, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God damn. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, respect the honesty okay she, her she's ending it um ashley yeah i would definitely just like do everything else that i can like physically but like Such i would as? still be like whoever i'm with is gonna be like my fucking like if i get married they're gonna be my best friend like you're gonna be my dog like we're gonna do everything together like that's not gonna stop that's not gonna change okay got it uh chris bring it back Wow. Nothing? You can talk. You can talk. Suck his dick. Okay. Mouth. Asshole. Okay. Great. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Now, I've been getting pussy beamed the whole show, right? But I give women the opportunity to say, I'm going to make myself worth more. But you just classified yourself as a series of holes. But. Right. But so I, this I, is. I, this is so important because the, the female mind immediately went to, oh, I don't have a vagina. Well, I'm, what else can I do? I can do oral. I can do, oh, my butthole. My, uh, they're talking about the physical. So the argument is always that men reduce women to objects, to the physical. No, honey, you reduce yourself to that. You could have come back and said, well, physically, yes, I would do X, Y, and Z, but I also have other attributes. I'm loyal. I'm faithful. I'm supportive. I keep a great home. I want, you know, we can adopt a child and I'll be the most amazing mother to that child. And I cook an amazing dinner and, and I, you know, I, I'm smart and I, you know, could, could help with, I mean, there's so many things that you could have said. There's so many things you could have said, but no. The female mind immediately went to that. And immediately what I thought of with that is when these conversations exist where guys will ask, and you've seen this on Fresh and Fit sometimes, where they'll ask, they'll say, well, what do you bring to the table? And the girls will be like, well, this. This. Physical. They think they're a 10. I'm sure they're like, I'm a 10. That's a separate conversation. But that's what they think they bring to the table. And I hate to tell you, ladies, but there's a lot of good-looking women out there. There's a lot of women who prioritize their appearance. There's a lot of women with vagina. In fact, they all have one. Actual women. Who knew? Who well, knew? it's 2022. I know. So. I was just going to say, Tyler, in 2022, can we really say that anymore without, you know, distress? But they all have it. So what makes you valuable? That's all you got, honey? You got this? That's weak. That's weak. And the, the woman who stands out, maybe she will have that. 
maybe she'll be, you know, attractive, but she'll also want to be supportive and loving and kind and, you know, raise a family and be a great mom and be smart, can have a, you know, an intelligent conversation and, you know, offer a, a, a helpful opinion on projects and all of these things. So this whole like this, do guys get to do that? So you say to a guy, oh, what do you bring to the table? Can you imagine? What do you bring to the table? And the guy's like, this. Women would be like, um, so who pays the bills? And um, what does your car look like? And what kind of job do you have? And are you going to take care of the family? And do you know how to like fight? Like if I was in trouble, like you're going to protect me? And they'd have a whole list that you'd be checking off. He'd be like, well, I, you know, you can barely keep up. And they're just like this. No, this does not make a high value woman. It doesn't. There has to be more to you than that. And, and it's not this and I'm the CEO of my own company because they don't care about that. We already told you that. So you can care about it. You can be proud of that CEO title all you want. But I'm telling you straight up, a guy would rather have a kind, loving, supportive, respectful woman that works at Arby's than have a CEO that's a nightmare to live with, that isn't supportive, that isn't respectful, and that doesn't care about him really. Like it or not. Okay, I was gonna save this one, but I actually wanna do it, Tyler. I just really, I, I have to do it. So one last one for you from Fresh and Fit. Let's do it. We're gonna go start, we're gonna, I'll probably cut it off. Let's just start it and I'll tell you when. You're dumb. <laughs> Who self-improves more to attract the opposite gender, men or women. And women. we'll start right here That's and go fair. just go around real fast. <laughs> you said to attract the opposite gender? Yeah, who who self-improves more to attract the opposite gender? Men, I feel like. You think men? Yeah. Okay, women. what about you? Women. Okay. A hundred out of 10, right? <laughs> what about you? you who self-improves self more to said. attract That's the opposite gender? Men or women? If I have to choose, I would say women. Okay, okay. you said you were a 10. <laughs> Okay. How we're do you improve about, past ten? No. We're talking about looks. Yeah. Right. Look. And that's what you bring to the table. I, I'm saying no, overall. That's not all I bring for, to the table. for this question, I'm, I'm saying overall. Who self-improves overall more to attract the opposite gender? Right. Women. So she's saying, women. okay, women. 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 Interesting. Okay. I don't know where he came from with that. Mm. <laughs> that's not even what I'm talking about. What? All right. What about uh, you? Said women. What about you? Who yeah. self-improves more overall to attract the opposite gender? Like looks or everything. overall everything. Overall. Probably women. Okay. Oh, overall. Women. women. Okay. I think yeah. women. Okay. I don't know. I think, I think it's, it's I think it's a man thing. Yeah. Okay, let's stop it here. So it goes around the table, and what you hear is the majority of people. Some say men. I think there's three of them at the end. That's that in total. Most of them say women. The question again was who self improves more? Who self improves more to attract the opposite sex? There is one answer to this question. It is men. Men self-improve more to attract the opposite sex. Why? Because women largely will self-improve physically to attract the opposite sex. It ends there in many cases. In many cases, I'm not saying all, in many cases it ends with the physical. Then you have guys who know that women are gonna want all these boxes checked. So what do those guys do? Yes, they work on their appearance, Typically, that means working out really, really hard. They work their butts off to get a good job because they know that you're going to want them to pay the bills and to take care of that household. They work on climbing that ladder so that they have guaranteed stability for the family. They get out there and they oftentimes will learn how to use a firearm. They'll learn their self-defense because they also know if they're walking you around or walking home late at night that they're the person that has been assigned and they accept that oftentimes willingly and enjoy it and appreciate that role that they are there to protect you. They have to learn how to be charismatic to attract your attention. They have to be gentlemanly. They have to have game. They have to have game because they're not going to have your get your interest if they don't have it. You know, you know, you'll you'll go for that guy at the bar that has the game. So they know that they're like, I have to have I have to know how to flirt. I have to. There's a whole thing. There's a whole they need like a course. They have to go through course it's like how to attract the opposite sex 101 girls don't do any of that why because girls are the ones who get approached 
They're oftentimes not approaching the guys, so they don't need any of that. They don't have to worry about game or any of that. Guys aren't looking at what they do for a living and judging them based off that. They're not worried about climbing the ladder. So what is it oftentimes that they focus on? They either focus on just the physical, which, okay, is there effort there? Sure. Is it multi-tiered the way I just described for men? No. No. Or they focus on stuff that guys don't care about. Like, well, I'm going to climb that corporate ladder. And the guys are like, okay, great. Don't care. So do you see? It's interesting, though, that women always have that gut react. Women, women. I'm a woman. I must say that. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not true. It's not true. So, and I'm not ragging on women, by the way. I, I get it. I get, and, I, and by the way, maintaining physical appearance as a female is work. It is work, right? You got to get, it's not just a haircut. Guys go get a haircut and they, you know, that they, and haircut and work out. And that's what it is a lot of times. You know, women with the nails and dye in their hair and they try to you know put a little makeup and now they've gone completely off the rails by the way and they've got you know frozen foreheads and puffed up cheeks and their lips look like I don't know some type of blowfish not good ladies don't go that route guys can't stand that but um it's it's just it's one thing they focus on so one appearance versus I don't know 20 (laughs) let's just be honest about it And then you have those same girls that are like, well, I'm a 10, no matter what. Before they do the upkeep, they're like, I'm a 10. (laughs) They're looking for that 10. And in order for that guy in their mind to be a 10, he's got to do cartwheels, walk the trapeze. I mean, he's doing everything under the sun, finances and self-defense and keep your body looking good and knowing how to provide for the family and be a shoulder to cry on and lean on. And I mean, there's just, it's it's exhausting. So people often say it's exhausting to be a woman. Well, guess what? It's exhausting to be a man. It's exhausting to do anything to full capacity, okay? (sighs) Tyler, this was an exhausting show is all I'm gonna say. Got one more for you. We will close with that. And we have a fun guest tomorrow. You're gonna knock it out the park. Uh Uh-oh. This is a softball Uh question. Jedediah, do you worry about being canceled? No. Society doesn't really like people who comment about female behavior. Lots of people scared to comment. So here's my invitation. People who want to cancel me, give it your best shot. Give it your best shot. I will even, I'll, I'll, I'll throw you a softball and I'll let you try to hit that home run to cancel me. It doesn't work. You can't, I'm not cancelable. Um, I get fired sometimes uh, from positions or have in the past because I will not cave I won't cave to big pharma I won't cave to a political official or politician and spout off a talking point I won't cave to Hillary Clinton gonna tell her she's toned up um so it's happened but I now have a space where I'm not worried about that so am I worrying about being canceled no no I have plenty of access to platforms where that's not gonna happen don't you worry I'm gonna say what I have to say you're gonna get the message you don't have to love it all but you're gonna get it, you're gonna get an honest opinion from me, and that is my promise, it will be kept. But is, if, if you're asking if that keeps me up at night, no, that doesn't. You no, know keeps me up at night, what am I gonna eat tomorrow morning? That's what I do at night when I lay down. I'm like, I'm still a little hungry, what am I gonna have for breakfast? You think my husband, mm, those pancakes are really good. That's where I'm at right now. I got a lot of peace, a lot of peace in my life. So, with truth comes peace, my friends. We're gonna be back here tomorrow. Um, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We have a great guest. I'm not going to tell you who it is. You got to look. Tyler's going to post that later today. Check it out. You're going to be really excited. I think. I'm really excited. And uh, we'll see you here tomorrow. Don't cause too much trouble while I'm gone. See you tomorrow.